This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert takes us verse by verse through the book of First Peter. He promises to perfect us. He promises to make you everything that He designed you to become. One day you'll be flawless as you trust Him and follow Him. That's your design. Right now you're not, you're not there. Right now what we see is the shadow of your design. But one day you'll be made complete. Left to our own devices, we are powerless to live godly lives. Pastor Robert points out that we should therefore not be surprised when our unconverted neighbors, co-workers, and loved ones act according to the flesh. However, those that belong to the Lord are kept safe through His unyielding and unlimited power. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6, with today's message. First Peter chapter 1, verse 6, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith the salvation of your souls. Man, we're in a season where I'm not at all surprised when I read about the, you know, a lot of the churches decreasing, you know, the denominational churches decreasing and people drifting away. One of the pastors, we had a pastor's day this, you know, recently, and, and he talked about how, you know, the, the numbers are going down, people that profess Christianity. Well, that's going to continue. But because as, as people, as the genuineness of people's faith is tested, the ones who were never sincere about their faith, about their relationship with the Lord Jesus, they're going to be like, never mind, never mind. I mean, you know, really, I believe what you want to believe. And you'll see people backpedaling. You'll see people stop professing to be Christians. We, Elizabeth and I talk about it quite often. Denmark, where she's from, Denmark is quote unquote, it's a Christian nation. It's officially a Christian nation. The church is an agency of their government. You know, the, the priests in the, in the church are em, employed by the government. The, the church buildings are government buildings. And yet the majority of the people in Denmark are like, no, 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 no. I don't really believe any of that stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm a member of the church because... When you die, you got to have a place to be buried. So you can't be buried in the church cemetery if, if 
you're not a member, if you don't have your taxes go toward, and that's the way it works, you know, you check off the box on your tax return, yes, I want to be a member of the church, and so they, you're taxed by the church. And um, interesting. But there are three things I want to focus on from our passage today. The first one, point number one, if you love the Lord Jesus, he says rejoice. Rejoice. God keeps you by his own power. I love that, you know. God keeps me. God keeps me. It's not my willpower. It's not my strength to live a holy life. It's, it's not my strength to get this right. I've already, you know, I demonstrated clearly I don't have the strength to get this right. I don't have the strength to grow and become Christ-like. I don't have that. I'm a wreck left unto myself. So he didn't leave me unto myself. Instead, he put his own spirit inside me to transform me, to recreate me. And he wants us to understand here that we're kept by his power. You know, we can give him thanks for that. When we're tempted to give in to fear, unbelief, discouragement, no, he, he keeps me. He keeps me. And I'm looking to him to do that. In John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Do you follow him? Is that just a figure of speech or is this something that's actively real in your life? Figures of speech don't cut the, the, the muster. You, know, you have to understand that. Verse 28, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my Father's hand. God keeps you, and he keeps an inheritance for you. What is this inheritance? What are we talking about? Well, it involves three things. Your own design, for one, your duty, number two, and your destiny. And I had one of the police officers a number of years ago ask me, do you think people have a destiny? And I said, yeah, I do. I do, but I may not mean the same thing by it that you do. And we had a great conversation about it. Do you understand that the destiny of many people is eternal separation from God? That's their destiny. Eternal separation from God. They have chosen for themselves that destiny. That's not the destiny that he planned for them according to Scripture. That's not what he wants for them. How do I know that? Because the Bible said that he created hell for the devil and his angels. But he will allow you to go there. And that is the place, it's the only place that he set apart wherein individual people can be separate from God. The Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. It's impossible, according to Psalm 139, to get away from him. No matter where you go, you can't get away from him. So he created a place where it is possible for those who are determined to be separate from the God who loves them to be separate from him. And he called it hell. But these, these three things, you know, the, the first one, re regarding your design, he promises to make you complete. You know, that's something I hold on to. It's something that it's, it's really an active part of my personal thanksgiving. I'm not going to stay like this. He is going to complete me. He has started something inside me. A little over 30 years ago, he began something inside me. 
And he promises to finish that. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 says, For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with these same sacrifices which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. That the shadow, we know that, you know, like right now I'm sitting up here and these stage lights are shining and, and, and you know, my, my coffee cup is, is sitting here and, and I can see the shadow. You can't see it, but I can see the shadow of, of my coffee mug on my table here. But I can't drink from the shadow. I, you understand what I'm saying? I can see it. It's, it's right there. I see the perfect shadow. Actually, the, the shadow is in some way, I mean, it's bigger than than the mug itself, in, in some ways it looks like it might even be better because it's bigger, it's, it's room for more coffee in, but only there's not room for more coffee in there. That's an illusion. You, you, you understand what I'm driving at? Hebrews wants us to understand the shadow is not the reality. The shadow is not the coffee mug. This is the coffee mug, which has a shadow. And he wants us to understand that the reality that we experience in our day-to-day lives is in fact not the reality. It's the shadow. C.S. Lewis wrote eloquently about it, and I'm not going to, you know, try to quote him. I didn't write down the different things that he said, but he talked about the fact that you and I live in the shadow land. We're not perfect. But one day, he promises to perfect us. He promises to make you everything that he designed you to become. One day, you'll be flawless as you trust him and follow him and that's your design. Right now, you're not, you're not there. Right now, what we see is the shadow of your design. But one day, you'll be made complete. And then the issue of your duty. You know, every single one of us has a duty. Every single one of us, in whom the Spirit of Almighty God lives, we have a duty to Him. One of the things that um, and I totally get it. I understand it. But, but so often, so often the attitude that, that we have is that we do this for the church or we do this for the pastor or we're, you know, no, no. Our duty is unto the Lord. It's unto the Lord. We're, we need to be following and serving Jesus together as his family. That needs to be our mindset. It needs to be our understanding that he has given to us a stewardship. so much for joining us today. You know, God has been doing some amazing things with Main Thing Radio. Opportunities to air Main Thing Radio are popping up all over the United States. We are so thankful to God for what He is doing, and we would love to see Main Thing Radio continue to expand, sharing the gospel, teaching God's Word all over the world. But of course, bringing you Main Thing Radio on this station comes at a cost. We purchase time on this radio station, and this program has been professionally produced. While we certainly don't want to pressure anyone into giving, we would like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio. Your support will open up more doors for Main Thing Radio. To make a secure donation, please log on to MainThingRadio.com and click the Donate button. Now, here's Tracy with more information about the Main Thing Radio podcast. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. 
Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. Join us next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.